And uh, we are now going to uh, wrap our show up looking at what the heck is Amazon up to? Jeff Bezos, richest man in the world, it seems. Now, his ex-wife, she is actually the money that she got. She is giving quite a bit of it away. Bezos, meanwhile, has turned down an invitation by Senator Bernie Sanders, who is much loved by organized labor and has made it clear that he stands with workers. Uh, Bernie had invited Jeff Bezos to, to a discussion in the Senate about income inequality. Well, no surprise, he turned it down. Let's find out uh, what's going on here and uh, let us welcome our guests to talk about all of this. Um, Mike Elk, senior labor reporter and founder at Payday Report. He's a, um, a protege of William uh, Greider. Uh, Mike Elk is a labor reporter who has covered the drug war in Brazil. He spent years covering union organizing in the South for The Guardian and uh, was actually called an abrasive gadfly. Imagine that's a compliment by the New York Times for his role exposing sexual misconduct in his own union, the newspaper Guild. He's a native of Pittsburgh, now living in his hometown, where he runs the crowdfunded uh, publication Payday Report. Uh, Mike, thanks for joining us, Mike Elk. Nice to, nice to be on the show. I've been such a fan for so many years, and it's great to be out there again. Well, wonderful. So... You know, so many people, I mean, it seems as though Amazon has imposed itself on the lives of so many, especially during the lockdown where so many people are dependent on all kinds of deliveries, you know, things that they would ordinarily go out and shop for. You know, they're ordering online and inevitably uh, Amazon comes up as the, the fastest way and, and maybe even getting better prices than other places. But there's a huge price that the workers are paying. Tell us about that and then also tell us specifically about the battle for a union uh, going on now among Amazon workers and where that fight is taking place, Mike. Well, um, you know, something to consider when you think about how hard the people that work, that work in Amazon, you know, warehouses work, your average Amazon picker walks 12 miles a day. Incredibly physically demanding job. Wow. Um, incredibly tough for anybody to do and as a result a lot of people get hurt in those factories particularly older folks for young folks it can sometimes be a decent job but for older folks uh, it's not so great and so these workers in Bessemer, alabama they opened an amazon warehouse there in march of last year so they've only ever operated under COVID. they've been extremely busy because of COVID. And, you know, a lot of people are getting hurt in that factory. A lot of people are getting, you know, intimidated. People are getting, you know, sexually harassed. And this is a majority black female workforce that works in this factory uh, in Alabama, in Bessemer. And right now, RWDSU, which is a, you know, historic union that's been in Birmingham for, you know, since the 30s um, and, you know, was involved with marching with King, uh, RWDSU is in a position where they're, you know, pushing for a union election there. They're really hoping to get the union election. Um, they're, they're in the midst of one right now, and it will end on March 29th. Um, and, you know, Amazon is really, really heavily resisting. Uh, they're pulling uh, very emotionally manipulative tactics to bust unions. Uh, to give you an example, um, the majority 
of the workforce there is black, but the management is white, heavily. And so to bring in people to talk down on the union, they've gotten rid of some of the low-level management, and they've brought in black union busters. This is a company that's not culturally competent in how they run, but culturally competent in terms of how they, you know, read in fear tactics. And they bring, you know, folks into these captive audience meetings, and they start saying things like, if you get a union... Uh, you know, this place might close, which isn't too realistic since it just opened a year ago. But the other thing they say is, you know, under a union contract, some people do better, some people do worse. Uh, you could be doing better, you could be doing worse. You don't know. They create all kind of disinformation, all kind of fear that they put in people's minds. And it just creates a cycle of chaos uh, for so many people because they don't know quite what to believe uh, with that level of disinformation going on. And what Joe Biden did, by saying your employer should never talk to you about your union views, if he was able to create an inoculation, essentially, the way a vaccine would. Where yeah. it's just, you know what? These meetings are toxic. They shouldn't even be going on. Joe Biden said they shouldn't be going on. And folks, uh, you know, because we in the labor movement will train people how to go into these meetings and push back. And so folks are getting training and folks are shutting it down by saying Joe Biden said this is wrong. And then on top of that, Terry Swoop, who's a, a black congresswoman from Birmingham. I mean, the thing you have to understand, that Biden endorsement means a lot because that district where that warehouse is, they voted 72% for Biden. They went overwhelmingly for Biden uh, during Super Tuesday. This is Biden's base. And yeah. even though, you know, it's Joe Biden, that matters a great deal to workers because so often what happens in union campaigns is they paint the people that are the union organizers as the troublemakers. It's the old folks. It's the folks that can't do the job physically. And when you walk in 12 miles a day, this isn't, you know, for Birmingham, it's a semi-decent job. You know, the average wage is about 16 bucks an hour. People get some health insurance. It's crappy, but it's better than nothing. Um, And, you know, there's plenty of overtime. There's, you know, some flexibility in scheduling. There's plenty of overtime. And so, you know, you've got guys working there. They're making... Forty, fifty thousand a year, right out of high school, right? So there's a lot of fear of I don't want to lose this job. And then what they do in these captive audience meetings is they figure out who is pro-union. They separate them from the anti-union people. They find people that are anti-union. And they start saying, "Hey, buddy, I'm going to give you a raise. Why do you need that union? Just come in and talk to me." And I was once in um, a PTSD survivor support group. So I'm a combat veteran, and um, a woman who was a domestic violence survivor, was talking about this cycle. And I said about, you know, when men, you know, that are alcoholics will clean up their act and say, oh, don't leave me, baby, don't leave me. I'm going to change. And she said, and I said, she was describing this cycle to me, and I said, this sounds a lot like union busting. And that's what's going Mm. on right now, is that (laughs) management is saying, give me one more chance, you know? Yeah, yeah. And and, and Mike, I mean, while they're saying that, I mean, you have been... basically kind of attacked. Um, Well, maybe not. Uh, To me, it was a compliment, this uh, abrasive gadfly thing by the New York Times. But now, Twitter... I'm I'm a Jewish guy from Pittsburgh. I didn't find that offensive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but now Twitter is blocking um, some of the the work from um, the the payday report. We just have really, uh, you know, a couple of minutes left. So tell us what's going on with that. And uh, has that been resolved? The news program is run by um, Amazon Web Services. Mm -hmm. And what Amazon Web Services is doing, they've taken it down. My stuff, they've taken down other people's stuff. 
They take wow. down people's content for a few hours so to stop it from going viral. This wasn't even my story. I tweeted out a story by Stephen Greenhouse, who's a longtime semi-retired labor reporter at the New York Times. He's, a, you know, the dean of labor reporters, essentially. And Stephen um, is in a situation where, um, you know, he was telling a story that was accurate of a woman, of a black woman who was 48. I've interviewed this woman, Jennifer Bates, who what they did in these captive audience meetings, she spoke back, she pushed back on some of the anti-union PowerPoints. They asked her to come to the front of the room. They took a photo of her ID badge, and they told her to go stand out in the hallway like she was a kid in middle school. That's some KKK stuff. That's some Gestapo stuff right there. You know, when you, when you can yeah. treat people that way. And I think what's interesting about this campaign is how heavily, you know, Black Lives Matter has been involved, how heavily BLM has been involved, because... You know, I always tell people when it comes to union organizing, you know, African-Americans are twice as likely as whites to support unions. And unions aren't about wages. They're about respect. You know, they're about absolutely support networks so folks don't feel marginalized. And I think so often we get into this weird, I, not we, I'm not me, but white guys in particular get into this weird class reductionist thing on the left where they say, oh, can't we just all unite around class? And, you know, as Saladin Muhammad, who is one of the heads of the Southern Workers Assembly, brought up, is the civil rights movement, you know, race, you know, racism, these issues, they're not divisive. The civil rights movement was trying to unite the working class, you know. And, and I think we're in a struggle here where they've really linked this. It's not far from Selma where they are. The congresswoman there is from Selma. They've linked this struggle to voting rights. They've linked it to what happened with Stacey Abrams. They've linked it to a lot of things. And Biden has decided that he's going to make this his moment to make a big case on labor law reform because no president has been able to pass any real labor law reform since FDR. Okay, well, um, I'm afraid we are going to have to leave it there, but let's see. A lot of people are quite upset that the $15 an hour as a base um, did not get into Biden's stimulus plan, but we'll see what happens with the union organizing and, and the bus union busting that Amazon is trying to do. Um, Mike Elk, we appreciate you joining us, and we hope that you will return and give us an update on all of this. We'll Thank do. you so much for joining us. Thanks so us. much. It's so good nice being on.